you're making that person feel like they're the only thing that matters. And when you're partnering the potential of a sale of their greatest asset, yeah. don't you want to make people feel like that? Yeah. Hey everyone, it's Tom Powers and I've got with me Tanja. Have I said it right? You have, yes. I have both first time. Tanja Jones. Yep. Um, and this is a special interview for our uh, members yep. and our subscribers because you are a coach. Yes. But you've also been a vendor, someone that's had to go through the process of agent selection. Yep. And I just love a term that you have <laughs> used, and that is, are you a transactional agent yeah. or are you a human interaction agent? Is that the term? That's the term. Okay. So um, <laughs> I'd love to... So tell me a little... Uh, in, in 60 seconds, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm a leadership and mindset specialist, and my ideal clients are real estate leaders who'd love to get up to 40% more time to really grow their business. Yeah. And I do that by speaking at events, uh, facilitating trainings, workshops, some one-on-one -on -one coaching, and then writing articles for some publications. Okay. And your um, expertise is specifically on what area would you say listening communication leadership yeah. definitely mindset okay so one of the things that I want to focus on this conversation today is the fact that you've been a seller yeah and the fact that you've been able to identify some traits of improving mm your listing presentation to list ratio. Mm. So for the viewers out there, when you get called out to do a listing presentation, I know some of you call it a market appraisal, what I want to focus in is what is it that you can do to improve your percentage, your mm. ratio of converting it to a listing. And today I want um, you to help me understand what was going through your mind when you had agents come through mm. and how you went about in your head picking the best one. Great. So first of all, thank you for the opportunity to be a contribution. So back in October uh, 2014, my husband and I made the decision to put our house on the market. We had an existing relationship with an agent. He was fabulous. He was really friendly. We'd been talking with him over the year because we were oscillating with when we were going to do it. And we said, okay, we're ready to go. But we did make the decision just to get a couple of other opinions and just see what the difference was. So agent A came in who we had the relationship with. Uh, he walked in and you know, sort of sat down and pretty much said, well, this is the way it's going to go. Here's the marketing strategy, here's the commission structure and was relating like it was his and in fairness to him we gave him every sign to believe that it was. Right, so so he, give me, what did you describe that kind of approach and presentation? It was, it was confident? If I can be really honest, yeah. there was an arrogance around it. There was a he shifted from being a man of service yeah. to being, uh, this is the way it is, I'm telling you the way it is. There was a definite energy shift when he felt right. it was his. So he assumed before we got to the finish line and there was an energy shift. Uh, Gay, I want to stop there because yep. I think it's a critical point. <laughs> 
Nothing breeds failure like success. When mm. you're successful, you become complacent, mm. slightly arrogant, yes. uh, slightly overconfident, mm. very assumptive by the sound of it. Yeah. And what you're saying is even though you had a past relationship, yes. all of a sudden a different energy level set in because this agent appeared to be taking you for granted that he was going to get the business. Yes, definitely. It, it, it shifted. It became about him right. rather than us. Right. It, and maybe to others it might have been subtle, but because of what I do, I, you know, I could feel it and my husband felt it as well. So it's like, mm. So we told him, look, we've got a couple of other agents uh, coming to have a look. Clearly, he wasn't happy with that. Right. So, uh, he, yeah, he was obviously not very happy with that. So that was another sign that he right. was very attached to the outcome. Right. Uh, so I think agents need to be mindful of, you know, it ain't over till the contract's signed. Right. It, it hasn't begun right. until the contract's signed. You're still right. developing rapport. You're still, the client is, well, we were still assessing. We hadn't made the decision. So you actually said at that, at that listing presentation, we're talking to other agents. Yes, we did. Okay. And how many more did you get? Two. Okay, so tell us about the next appointment. So the next appointment was a lady. She came in with all of her information. I liked her because based on the, the uh, value of the properties that she sold, she was getting a higher value, so that was our game. However, when we were talking, when she asked questions, she wasn't really listening. She kept cutting us off. Right. So it was like she was wanting us to move to her agenda rather than just be really open and get into our worlds and find out, who are we? Why are we selling? What's important to us? So she can articulate her value proposition so, accordingly. So you, uh, you did not feel it was question based. No. What, what did, what, what's the best way to summarise in a sentence what that presentation felt like? Personal outcome based. Her, she was trying to get us to where she wanted us to go, right. rather than finding out where do we want to go. Right. Hence the transactional kind of right. agent. Okay. And you you indicated to her that you were still looking yeah. at, at, at other agents. Yes. And how did she respond? She was actually okay. It was like she understood that that was okay. And and in comparison to the first agent, you know, she, we didn't have a, ba a background of relatedness with her. There wasn't a history with her. So he was clearly disappointed because we did have one. She was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But as soon as she left, my husband said to me, and it's interesting, he said, I don't like her. And it's, here's the thing, it's never personal. Yeah. It's always professional. But the agents have a responsibility to professionally show up and listen and not take things personally and vendors can feel when you're taking it personally yeah so, so he said i don't like her. i said why he goes because she just wouldn't let me speak she kept cutting me off so Tanja, i want to ask you do you did you have a conversation with your husband as soon as she she left you, yes you did a like a debrief a decision was made on the spot it's not her right okay okay <laughs> and I, I to be honest tom i was like but hang on she got the highest value so it was so interesting in my experience, what people value, what potential clients value even more than the ultimate value of their property is they value a high octane connection. They value this because... What, what do you mean by that? What's an octane connection? Oct uh, high octane means they f you feel that you are the center of the universe when you're in front of that person, like nothing else matters. You're not worried about what you're doing next. You're not worried about what you, the listing you just missed or the call you haven't made, that you're making that person feel like they're the only thing that matters and when you're partnering the potential of a sale of their greatest asset yeah 
don't you want to make people feel like that? Yeah, yeah. And at that point, I've got to tell you, just even looking at you, and I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> what I should be thinking to myself <laughs> is always think that the, that, 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 that vendor you're speaking to has got um, uh, a sign on their head that says, make me feel important. Ugh. Try and, and, and focus and be focused on not what you're going to say next, but yes. focused on that on that client. So can I let's talk about the third the yes. third presentation. So the third presentation, we were already impressed because the agent had his assistant come in uh, about, well, come to the house about three to four days earlier with a beautiful um, box with complimentary coffee to a local cafe, you know, with information around the properties that they've sold. And uh, so we, f it, the impression. What was so? What was in the box? So the box had, you know, coffee, and it just happened to be our favourite cafe. We're like, oh, right. that's a coincidence. So that was random, but our experience was, oh, connect because it just happened to be our favourite cafe locally. Uh, it had some information around properties that they've recently sold. It had a personal letter from the agent sort of saying, thanks for the opportunity to come and connect with you. I look forward to seeing you at this time. So it was confirming, confirming, confirming that I'll be there, setting an amazing impression with a box. Uh, and maybe it wasn't a box. It was actually more like just a little... Um, folder right. to be honest and, um, and, and, and his this, assistant this, dropped it off oh this was delivered did they knock on the door yes right. his assistant there was great consistency with their personal brand so yeah. both you know really looked the part both had very similar energy we felt that there was a it's, it was like it was a concierge that's yeah. the experience that it was wasn't big bells and whistles wasn't over the top trying to impress us because I think that can be right. you know misinterpreted too like why well, you really want your business so we want to wow you too much. We want to get married before we, you know, yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a fine line. And um, so and it was like, oh, well, this is very professional. And one of my philosophies in business, Tom, is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. So yeah. if you show up and you're distracted, yeah. you're not connecting, you're not asking questions, you're focusing on step 14 of your script and dialogue, people will feel it and they'll go, if this person is like this now, they're going to be like this with potential buyers and they're going to be like this with me at the end of the deal. Okay, so how, uh, how many days after was the meeting after the, the pre-list gift or three. three days? So tell us about that third appointment. Well, we, we, he knocked on the door. He was right on time. Uh, you know, his, his state, his demeanour was humble, yeah. present, but professional really like clean you know yeah. uh, and he just you know he t kind of took our cues as far as you know how to enter the house and 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 he just took a moment to look around he was complimentary but not overtly complimentary you know he's like oh beautiful light in there so as he's walking through the property I could see how he would potentially sell this to a buyer right. because he's walking around and saying out loud all the assets all the things and I'm like oh cool this is the way he's going to be when a potential buyer walks in this is a really powerful decision so you were going through the property with the agent yeah we were just walked around and he was taking notes no right he was just looking yeah and okay. he said do you, do you mind if we just have a look around then I want to sit down and have right. a chat with you and then we can go through the details again human interaction agent not a transactional agent not coming in going yep 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 yeah it's got this it's got this it's got this it's like I'm in your home yeah yeah this is a sacred space where your kids are growing up and your dogs are mucking can, around can I ask did, did you guys or maybe you hadn't spoke with your husband at this point but were you feeling already that this person 
um, was more likely the agent that yes. you were going to list with? Definitely, without a doubt. Even before the sit-down? Without a doubt. Okay. Um, so let's talk. You've gone through the tour and then you've sat down at a, at a table. It's the dining room. The dining room. Mm. And what happened next? So he, he had his stuff, and, it, and it's all very subtle, but he just shifted it aside. This is a really subtle thing. If you sit down and you open it up, it means like we're ready for business. It's very, you know, it's assuming. But he just shifted it aside. Now, I don't know if this was intentional, but because of what I do, I was noticing everything. He shifted it aside and just leant in and said, so tell me a bit about you guys. Right. And so we did. He said, you know, well, what, why am I here today? You know, what are you looking to achieve and what would you love? All open what, what, question. What, what His love? words were, what would you love? Right. That's, him, that's my language. I know different strokes for different folks, right? Maybe others want something different. But here's the thing and why a lot of the work that I do is around listening and communicating. Often, A, we're not even listening. Yeah. We're listening to the little voice in our head that's judging and assessing, agreeing, yeah. disagreeing or whatever. Then... Where there's the layer behind that is people's fears and concerns, what they're worried about. But the the, the golden layer behind that is people's hopes and dreams. Yeah. So if you ask, as an, if an agent says, well, "What would you love?" or what are, "What's your desired outcome here?" you're in, you're instantly eliciting what they'd love, what their hopes and dreams are. So you're understanding what's of the most value. So you can just start to speak to that. Okay, this is really really important because Tanja. What I'm beginning to feel is that you, you felt connected with this person because mm. you felt that this was more about you <laughs> than about the agent. Yes. Right. That's that. That's the and, and, and that's a and that's a that's an intention thing. That's not a script or dialogue thing, and that's not a system thing, and that's not a a training thing. That's who you are at core. Right. And how you do one thing is how you do everything. Right. If you you are can't fake nice, is it? You can't. You can't. I mean, this person. You can't fake care. No, you, know? you can't. Yeah. It's genuine. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you can't. You know, okay, so, authenticity is really so, key. So, so he he asked questions, mm. um, and you answered those questions. Yeah. And I'm curious, like. Did he ask you, like, did price come into it? It's really towards the end. He really spent his time establishing connection, establishing rapport. And what I mean by rapport is he really matched and mirrored our energy. So, you know, for agents that are listening to this, when you're with a client, if they're meek and mild, don't go in there with a massive bombarding voice. Yeah. Match their energy. Even if you're talking to a couple, maybe the wife's a bit more boisterous and the, the, you know, the husband's uh, a bit quieter. Again, customize your energy to the people you're speaking with because then you've got two people you're trying to build rapport and connection did, did with. He, did he do that well? Beautifully. Okay, so let's talk about it because we know that... Um, Liking is very important. It's mm. not everything. Liking doesn't guarantee you the listing. For sure. But um, it's the doorway. But it's just... It is the doorway. Right. I believe people buy people, not products. They're buying Tom Panos. Yeah. And then you just deliver more of Tom Panos. But they buy you. They buy the agent first. You, and you indicated to me before we went on camera, we were having a quick chat, and you, you said... Um, it's a connection and a value add. Yeah. So, you know, we say we're in sales. Yeah. And yes, we are. And in the, you know, linguistics of business, it's that we sell. We sell stuff to people that want stuff. 
my definition of uh, here's the tricky thing with that distinction is definition is decisive so if you go in going I've got to sell something yeah. it's very self orientated my definition of selling is connection plus adding value right. so if my distinction of selling is connection plus adding value it means my ultimate priority yeah. is connection first yeah. and foremost then I'm just using using the gift of listening and the power of presence to really connect with my client find out what they want yeah. and then I'm always listening for how can I add value to achieving their hopes and dreams in the least amount of time with the least amount of suffering okay so I want to focus on takeaway points to our listeners yes that completes the free video if you'd like to see the full length of this interview plus get the implementation video, plus get the scripts and dialogues and accountability, I recommend you join the real estate gym.